Sánchez. Good afternoon, I'm George Kurtz, and this is your Fantasy News Update. We have three Major League Baseball games being played this afternoon. Cleveland Indians uh, defeating the Tigers 8-2 here. Cleveland, not really have much of a problem here. Martin, his first home run of the, uh, of the season, so Miller the same thing. Also, Perez, his first home run of the season. Jake Bowers as well. That's four home runs for the Cleveland Indians today. Corey Kluber pitches today. Six innings, one run, uh, two runs, one earned. Seven hits, one walk, eight strikeouts. A good start for Corey Kluber. Some might have been worried about him after his performance at the end of last season and so-so start to this year. For the Tigers, Jordan Zimmerman got lit up. He's a four, five runs, four earned, and four and one-third innings pitch. Two walks, four strikeouts, and including those three of those four home runs are on Jordan Zimmerman. That's Cleveland 8, Detroit 2 in the bottom of the ninth. Game's currently being played. Fenway Park, the Boston Borough Red Sox having their home opener today, and things are not going very well for the Red Sox. They are currently losing 5-2 to two in the bottom of the sixth inning. Story here, Chris Sale, once again, another poor performance here. It goes four innings, five runs, all earned, seven hits, only three strikeouts for Chris Sale. He's already been removed from the game. Tyler Thornberg is now in there. Uh, Tyler, Matt Shoemaker is pitching for the, Red, uh, for the Blue Jays. Another solid game for Matt Shoemaker. Four innings pitch, four hits, two runs, one earned, one walk, three strikeouts. Mitch Moreland has a home run for the Red Sox, his fourth of the season. Lars Gurriel had a straight steal of home during this game. Not a uh, delayed steal, straight steal of home. The sales storm coming and missed the target by about 10 feet, throwing a wild pitch on the play as well. Lars Gurriel, straight steal of home. And the other Major League Baseball game this afternoon. Once again, the Rays are all over the White Sox, 7-2, bottom of the fifth. In this game, Charlie Morton is the starter. Four and two-thirds innings, two runs, both earned, three hits, three walks, six strikeouts. Irvin Santana, who was called up to start this game, got rocked. Three and two-thirds innings, seven runs. All earned seven hits, three walks, only one strikeout for Irvin Santana. Yohan Mankata hit his third home run of the season for the White Sox. Garcia with his first four uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Austin Meadows his third, Lowe his second for the Rays. Other games going on tonight in Major League Baseball. The Yankees and Astros will once again square off tonight. Tonight, though, Garrett Cole goes for the Astros. Jonathan Losania goes for New York Yankees. This could be Losani's last start for the Yankees as CeCe Sabathia is expected to return to the rotation this weekend, which means either Losania or Domingo Germán would be removed from the rotation. Astros are minus 185, Yankees plus 155 in this game. Other American League action here. Oakland Athletics play the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Brett Anderson up against Means in this game. Means might just be an opener here. It may not go very deep. Uh, Athletics minus 195, Orioles plus 165. In that game last night, Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles set the record for most hit list uh, appearances. He's now up to 49. He's not in tonight's starting lineup for the Baltimore Orioles. Seattle Manners will take on the Kansas City Royals tonight. Marco Gonzalez will play uh, face off against Jacob Junis. Mariners minus 130. Royals plus 110 in this game. In the National League, Marlins will face off against the Reds. Urena against Castillo. Marlins plus 170. Castillo, uh, the Reds minus 200. Yasiel Puig will begin his two-game suspension in this in this contest for the brawl, I guess you want to call it a quasi-brawl that happened after Derek Dietrich showed up, Chris Archer, and then Archer threw at him in his next plate appearance on Sunday. In your pitching matchup of the night, the Nationals take on the Phillies at Strasburg versus Nola in Philadelphia. Nationals are plus 130, Phillies minus 150. Dodgers will take on the Cardinals, Stripling versus Dakota Hudson in this game. Minus 130 for the Dodgers, plus 110 for the Cardinals. Braves will take on the Rockies in Coors Field. Max Fried goes again, plus 110 for the Braves. Colorado Rockies, minus 130, and German Marquez. San Diego Padres will play soft against uh, the San Francisco Giants. Lucchese, minus 130. Derek Collin, plus 110 for the Giants. In interleague play, 
Minnesota Twins take on the Mets. Jacob DeGrom will come in with 26 innings pitched, so not allowing a run in this game. So Jacob DeGrom will take on the Minnesota Twins. That's Kyle Gibson versus Jacob DeGrom. Twins are plus 210. Mets minus 260. Texas Rangers will take on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mike Miner against Zach Frankie. Plus 120 for Texas. Arizona's minus 140. Brewers in the last interleague game will take on the Los Angeles Angels. Freddie Peralta against Matt Harvey. Not really a great matchup for Harvey. Plus 120 for the Angels. Minus 140 for the Brewers. In other Major League Baseball news today, Mike Clevenger will be on the IL for at least two months. It'll be six to eight weeks before he even picks up at baseball. According to Terry Francona, that is a huge loss for fantasy owners. John Lester goes on the IL. Hamstring strain. It'll be as much as one or two starts. So he may have to run for longer. I'm George Kurtz, and this has been your Fantasy News Update. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, now on YouTube as well. I am Gabriel Moretzi. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, will join us uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada in the 5 o'clock uh, hour. We'll see how uh, day two is uh, treating uh, Cam. We'll talk some Masters golf, NHL playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, Murphy's Law, going to step up and in and join us. We're going to talk some pucks uh, with uh, with Jimmy Murphy, get a Boston uh, perspective. We've got Boston and Toronto throwing it down starting on Thursday. I don't know why they're playing the series, to be honest. Everyone's just giving it to the Boston Bruins. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs don't have a hope in hell of beating the Boston Bruins, uh, says everybody. So we'll see what uh, Jimmy Murphy has to say. We didn't get to all the NHL playoff series uh, yesterday. Don't worry for all you uh, hoop heads uh, out there. Um, The NBA regular season winds down tomorrow. And then uh, Thursday, we'll have the playoff matchup set. We'll have the uh, we'll have the uh, the odds uh, set. We'll jump into some NBA. I can't wait uh, for the NBA playoffs as well. We got a little bit of something for everyone. We got a little football talk with Greg McElroy, who scored one of the highest uh, Wonderlick tests in the history of the National Football League. One of the smartest guys to play in the league now, an ESPN analyst, and another smart guy, George Kurtz, steps up and in for the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Kurtz? How you doing, Gabe? It's a Tuesday afternoon baseball. This is a beautiful thing. I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing. Uh, you know, all things uh, considering. Normally, I'm like, eh, whatever. But I'm still feeling pretty good about uh, last night's national championship game, and uh, and the outcome. And uh, we showed you. We had 16 uh, tickets uh, in our hand uh, yesterday, George. We won 13 of them. 13 wow, of them. So I, I see why you're doing well. Yeah, 13, uh, 13 and three with the tickets. We actually went two and zero oh online. We played uh, Virginia in the over in the second half, so it was a nice fifteen and three day uh, yesterday. And I was gonna go back to the book today, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna back off. And normally, like when you're a degenerate gambler, when you're winning, you're like, oh, let's go, 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 go. But it's the calm before the storm. I'm picking my spots, and we'll get to a lesson in gambling actually a little bit later on, guys. Uh, in a couple of minutes, um, as far as us uh, crushing that game uh, last night. Um, and there are, you know, as we get older, we have to learn these uh, lessons uh, because there's no uh, there's no pension plan 
in his business, Kurtz. That's the thing. It's a great no. job uh, talking about sports, but there's no there's no retirement program in this stuff. Independent contractors. <laughs> it's pretty much work or right until you die. Uh, it's pretty, pretty much the way it goes. I did see that you put money on the Red Sox today. I did. That's uh, that's I bet that online, so I didn't go to the book, uh, but I couldn't resist. And you know, for the record, I also took the uh, the Cleveland Indians uh, today as well. I thought that Kluber had to win eventually, right? Uh, but I am yeah, on the Red Sox. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll hit just this. Hit a home uh, run. Who just hit a home run? Mookie. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, a couple of minutes ago. Come on, Kurt. That happened like three minutes ago. Well, I saw you it out. It's five three, bottom six. Uh, pitching change for Toronto. Okay, game time decisions. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Spinning the tune, starting to, uh, to get into the old school uh, metal on this uh, hazy day in uh, New York City. Meanwhile, it looks like it's a pretty cold day uh, right now in Boston, and it's a little colder uh, for Red Sox fans as uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are up 5 3 uh, right now, although it is only the sixth inning. And uh, you get the feeling that the Jays will uh, manage to blow this as uh, they just dropped a... uh, They just dropped a fly ball. (laughs) My God. Catch the ball. That wasn't even a tough play. It was a... Oh, God. You wonder why you suck. No, that's an error. (laughs) Well, you never know in today's baseball. He he had to move for it. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say. He had to run for it a little bit. But look, he took his eye off the ball. He just closed his glove too soon. It was, I mean, that that doesn't happen in major league baseball. Look, look at the that, highlight. That he took it like he t- he sort of looked away right at the last second. Like, come on, bro, you're a big leaguer. You got to make that play. This was in his spot. Yeah, T. Oscar. E T E E Oscar. Another pitching change. Pitching change. The meltdown. The meltdown begins. You know what? I hope that our boy Bruce Chad, who's a regular, good guy, uh, we love you, Bruce. But for some reason, I tweeted out earlier, uh, George, I said, if I wasn't on the Red Sox on the run line here and enjoy watching the Blues, and I said, I can't wait to, like, watch the Boston sports demise of all the teams. And for some reason, Bruce tweets me, I'm on the Jays on the run line with a smiley face. So I responded, good for you. Like, I don't know what that, like, (laughs) to me, that's trolling, Bruce. So I hope, I hope you're the mush. I hope you're in the bush. Like a three-run shot right now, suddenly, oh, hey, Red Sox. Red Sox actually uh, cover the number at uh, minus one and a half. So for all you people right now, all you people that are on the Toronto Blue Jays and they blow it, um, hashtag blame Bruce Chad. We'll give you his Twitter, actually, after, too. <laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you uh, Bruce. They are going to blow yeah. this. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to blow up. The question is, will they blow it and lose by more than one and a half runs? 
That's the key question. I, I would, it wouldn't shock me. This, this final's like 11-5. It wouldn't shock me at all. They have no bullpen. <laughs> and now you can't catch fly balls. I mean, listen, the Red Sox so, and the Yankees better start winning because the Rays aren't losing. No, no, I know. I left the Rays on the table today. Pissed me off. Um, I thought the game was a little later than it was. I'm a little discombobulated. I told the story earlier in the day. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, listen, I get up anyways at like 645. 6.48 to be exact recently, but um, I usually wake up a couple of minutes on my own before the alarm goes off on my cell phone. But uh, this morning, dude, the uh, there was like a fire. There was a fire in the condo or something. And so it started like with the alarm. And, I, and, and the thing is, the alarm progressively gets louder and louder and louder and louder until it's just shrieking. And it's like you're in the future. It's like I'm in Futurama or something, Kurtz. It's like it's like this robot sound. You must evacuate. You must evacuate. So, of course, I didn't. I tried to sleep through it. I tried to say, screw this, man. I'm not. A, what am I going to do? It's 6 in the morning. Like, you want me to go outside and stand in the corner? I got to go to a show. I got to leave soon. But it wasn't stopping. And then I saw, like, all the, the cops and the, the fire trucks coming and stuff. <laughs> I was like, God, oh, this is great. So... I was all shaking. I've been shaking all day, man. I feel like I got raided at like six, 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 seventeen in the morning or something <laughs> like that. And the thing is, was there a fire? Last night's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There really was. And oh, for the record, I took get this. I begrudgingly, I was like, screw this. I'm not evacuating, and then I can't get back in to get get the computer and stuff to go to do the raid to go do the morning show. So. I took my time, essentially, and I just took everything, and I was ready to just leave, basically, at 6.30 uh, in the morning. But I took so long <laughs> to to evacuate um, that by the time I got downstairs, uh, they handled the situation. Just as I got downstairs, I came back up, and uh, my head was spinning for a couple of minutes. But you'll get a laugh out of this. The first thing I thought of this morning, I was evacuating. I'm like, I got to find those tickets. Where are those tickets? 13 and 3 last night. Because I could oh, see I the losers. Like too. Yeah, I had like the three losers on the table. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Where are the winners? And I'm looking around. I'm, the alarm's going off. I'm like, where are the effing tickets, man? I found them. I'm like, all right, all right, good. I don't want. Yeah, that's all I need, George. I finally have a nice night. I go 13 and 3, and uh, there's a fire, and my tickets get burned. Fair enough. I got a fireproof box. Not for my tickets, mind you. It's more for my important documents, you know, birth certificates, marriage certificate, all that sort of passports. So uh, that's where I put mine if I uh, – overnight if I have to. That's that's where it I It happened work. to me once. It, it really happened. It's a true story. I went to uh, – I had a winning ticket on me, and I went to a ZZ Top concert. And uh, it started to pour, man. Like, it was really raining, bro. And, you know, I was a little drunk, so I wasn't really thinking about my ticket. And my ticket was in my pocket. George, it rained so hard, my ticket evaporated. <laughs> my uh, ticket uh, evaporated. Like, it dissolved. No, like, it no dissolved. It, then? No, there was nothing I could do. Like, it dissolved. Dude, it was like 1 in the morning at the time I realized. I'm like, oh, my God. And the ticket was, like, soggy as hell. And I was like, I got to try to save this. And. It started crumbling and falling apart and like but like really, really wet. Like there was not even like, okay, I can tape it back together. It was soggy. It was like it was done. It was done. It was only for like seventy nine dollars or something, but 
I'll never forget, man, being outside and thinking, how can this happen to me? Like, how do I have a winning ticket that just got evaporated in my pocket? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. What a loser. That, that, yeah, what that a loser. Funny, man. Oh, there's yeah, some advice for everybody out there. Make sure you put your tickets in a safe spot. Uh, <laughs> maybe a while. It happened to me. Happened to me in Atlantic City last week, actually. I still, to this day, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I didn't lose it. But I played, like, a Brooklyn Net ticket when I was really hammered, man. And in the morning, I had everything. I didn't lose a damn thing except this Brooklyn Net ticket. So it was haunting me. It was haunting me. They're like, oh, my God, dude. Did you put 200 bucks on the Brooklyn Nets and actually lose the ticket last night somehow? But I sort of had, like, minuscule flashbacks of me cashing the ticket. <laughs> and... Then I really wasn't sure. I was like, no, nah, you're just lying to yourself to make yourself feel better. I think you lost the ticket. And I really didn't know, man. Like, it was really bothering me, but I finally did, like, a, um, I did a check. And I realized, nah, I cashed the ticket. I wouldn't have had the, the money that I had. And I played blackjack. I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I was at the table for, like, two, three hours. That's where I got the money. <laughs> and I was, like, putting it together. But my... Uh, my, my, my gambling warning story, guys, is, is last night's a great example. And same thing, George, as far as we think we know all the time, but we don't know. Okay? We think we know, but we don't. We thought the Super Bowl would be great. Rams and Patriots. It sucked. We thought last night would be like, uh, no one really cared about the game last night, George. I know you're not a big college basketball guy, but it, like in the sports world and college basketball world, it was the lowest total ever. People were like, ah, oh, it's going to be boring. The ratings are going to suck. First one to 38 wins the game. It was 3-2 after like six minutes last night. People were like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And this is a train wreck. Ended up being like 85-78, went to overtime. And quite frankly, it was one of the better, better championship games in recent memory. Very intense, great basketball, high level of basketball. So we all prejudge and determine a game. It's like predetermining and judging trades and draft picks. We don't know. You got to let it play out. But it's the same thing for gambling, George, where, and I've always told people this, when people say like an NFL Sunday, and I'm sure you've said the same thing, I don't like the card this week. You know what I mean? You're betting on it. You're looking. You're like, man, I don't really like many of these games. And I don't really like the bets this week. I'm looking, and I sort of like this, but I don't love that. But you end up betting it anyways because it's the NFL. And and then you do great. And then how many times have you been like, man, I love the card this week. You know how many games I've lost that I loved, George, before? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I love this. Very That's true. why I put a lot of money on it. I love the Carolina Panthers in a freaking Super Bowl against the Broncos. How'd that work out? I didn't love Virginia last night. I ended up going 13 and 3. Hell, I hit the most valuable player at plus 440. So the lesson is always just bet the same, guys, because we, you know we might like something more, but it doesn't mean it's from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
a 5-4 Toronto Blue Jays. They're at the top of the seventh inning uh, right now. There's uh, there's two outs. Uh, Red Sox trying to uh, stop the bleeding and uh, win their home opener. They uh, hung a banner earlier. They have all the uh, the Red Sox uh, greats uh, from past years in the house. So we'll see how it uh, plays out. Just quickly before we bring uh, Jimmy Murphy in here, George Kurtz, of course, is a, a Dallas Cowboy fan, and I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. So uh, this is interesting. Um, Stephen Jones, Cowboys vice president, um, did an interview and was asked about Cole Beasley. And he said, we made a run at Cole with money. Uh, Beasley signed a four-year, $29 million deal with the Bills. Cole Beasley responded on Twitter just half an hour ago, 34 minutes ago, Ask them when, LOL. Somebody then, a Cowboy fan, then uh, tweeted at Cole Beasley, perhaps he's starting to realize Buffalo isn't quite Dallas. Cole Beasley just responded 23 minutes ago. Actually, if we want to compare from a player's perspective, Buffalo shits on Dallas. Facilities for recovery and training are all top-notch. Let's get, uh, I don't Cole, know why a player Cole wants Beasley, to get involved in this. I don't. Cole Beasley then goes on to say, sounds like people need to do some research. We're doing big things over here in Buffalo. The Pagulas have it right. It's getting ugly, Kurtz. What's he going to say? What's he going to say? I mean, uh, once again, it's sour grapes again. Why he was mad about Cowboy not being fans, used the way he wanted to be used. Let him go. got to leave him be. Uh, listen, I have no problem with him, him going. I'm not a Cole, I wasn't a Cole Beasley guy at all. This guy, for someone of his size, was not – he could get open. It was nothing for running after the catch. He was always tackled immediately. Now, maybe the Cowboys didn't use him right. That's something I can certainly buy. Lord knows they didn't use Dez right. They don't know how to get guys open. They don't use their players correctly. There's no doubt about that on the Garrett's offense. But to say we're going to miss – oh, I shouldn't say we. The, the Cowboys are going to miss Beasley? No, they're, they're really not. Not for the money he got. $7 million a year? They could spend that better elsewhere. Let's bring in uh, Jimmy Murphy. He's worth $7 million a year. Sure. Murphy's Law, <laughs> yeah, a, uh, a member of the uh, the Ice Guys on Patreon with uh, Babano yeah. and uh, with yeah, McKinnis and, uh, and Alex Smith. What's going on, Jimmy? Yeah, man. Not much, man. Yeah, we got some mutual friends there now. Yeah, they uh, they speak very highly of you. I said, man, I've known Gabe for a long time. So uh, it was good to find out we've got some mutual buddies there. I'm enjoying doing that show with them. Yeah, and I guess you get to save your pipes because you don't get to talk much. Babano's on the show, right? <laughs> we gotta you gotta send me the link i gotta clip that we gotta use that thank you uh yeah yeah he likes to talk i don't know if i've met anyone that would like to talk more than you or me but uh he's right there buddy he's giving us some competition <laughs> yeah uh yeah we love uh, we love a battle all right uh jimmy so uh, yeah red Sox right now trailing it oh just don't God. need to panic it, it's early in the year and this is their first yeah, home think- game yeah, well, I was going to say well, it's their first home game, and you don't. It's like a playoff series doesn't really start until a team loses at home. It's like tennis until you get your right. serve broken. But I'll tell you what: like if they lose this game and then they lose the series, and and then next thing you know, you're four and fifteen, four and sixteen, then you really do have a problem because the negativity will start to sink in. I'm not hitting any panic buttons yet, but Chris Sale's velocity is a little bit down. He got rocked uh, here again. They keep giving up home runs. The pitching staff is yeah. shaky. There is trouble in paradise right now with the Red Sox. There is. And, you know, it's interesting you bring that up about the first home game in this home series. Yeah, I mean, now they're back home. Now this city is actually like, oh, yeah, the Red Sox are playing. I don't, I don't, honestly, I seriously don't think half the city even realized 
that they were playing uh, until about four games in, and people were like, oh, the Sox are playing. Oh, and they're 0-4. You know, what's going on here? But now that they're back, uh, they are full out in the spotlight, especially today, obviously, when raising the banners, getting their rings. Then they had Gronk in the house as well, uh, throwing out the first pitch with Edelman and uh, Stefan Gilmore. So, I mean, the city, the city's a buzz right now about Red Sox, and they're buzz. They're going to obviously be a buzz about the Celtics and Bruins soon too. But uh, you know, it was funny. I actually saw Dennis Eckersley at a Bruins game recently, Gabe, and he brought up exactly what you're talking about there. He he said, "Oh, I think the Sox almost welcomed the fact that they were opening on the road because if they did suck out of the gate, it wouldn't get noticed as much." And sure enough, that's what happened. But. Now the focus is on them. They're going to have to clean their act up. And, you know, they still could come back in this game, so we'll see. All right, so let's talk some pucks. And we've got George Kurtz alongside. Let's jump in here, start talking some NHL playoffs. Let's start off uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. Um, It seems like people, listen, the Bruins, I think, are legitimate Stanley Cup uh, contenders. I'm going to give them that. But there's also... There's a disdain. A lot of people don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? They're just, you know, they're like the Red Sox or the Yankees without the winning. <laughs> and people, <laughs> yeah, people don't like them for the most part. If you're not a Leaf fan, you probably don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs. So yeah. I'd say, like, look, I'll do this. I'll do a poll right now on Twitter while you guys uh, talk about this. And I guarantee you, it's going to be like 70 or 80% Bruins. Like, even people in Canada are like, oh, screw the Leafs, they don't have a chance. Uh, Bruins in five. Everyone. George, what do you think about this series, Bruins and Leafs? I'm not so sure the Bruins are really a, a true Stanley Cup contender. I know a lot of people believe in them. But in the playoffs, you can shut down one line. Teams will game plan to shut down past the Nack, Marshawn, Bergeron. We've seen that in the past. So I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, can Krejci keep scoring? You know, Donato keeps scoring. That's just what they needed. They need guy at- they need guys to keep scoring. Yeah, not Donato. They need guys to keep scoring on the second line to take that pressure off. I think they can beat Toronto. I do. Because Toronto has all sorts of issues on defense, and Frederick Anderson has been so-so. But they're likely to play Tampa second round. And I'm not so sure they can do that. I don't think they can beat Tampa. Tampa has two and a half, three lines that can score that can throw at them there. So I think the big problem with Boston is, can anybody else score outside of that, 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 that top line? Maybe the best line in hockey. But in the playoffs, teams will shut that down or at least slow it down. I think that's the biggest issue for Boston. Jimmy, what do you think of the series? You know, I mean, I, I can see where he's coming from, and that was kind of the case for at least half the season there, George. But, you know, when they went out and got Charlie Coyle, and, you know, people are going to look at his stat sheet right now and be like, well, what the hell are they talking about, Murph? Um, he doesn't have many points since he got there. But when they got out and got him, they didn't specifically get him for the points uh, coming from him. They didn't think he was going to come in and just light it up. But they got him to sort of balance out the lines and give Cassidy more flexibility when he needed it. They can move him up into the wing slot on that second line should that first line falter. Uh, they also haven't been afraid to either start or, you know, do it in-game and put Pasternak on that line with Krejci and DeBrusque and sort of spread the wealth and hope that, a you know, a young kid like a Carson Kluman or uh, somebody else can come in and maybe a Danton Hyden uh, and anyone that plays next to Bergeron and, and Marchand are going to be good, you know. I mean, it, it just brings your stats up right away. So I think they have a little more depth than maybe you're seeing there. I think that flexibility that having three good centers up the middle right now gives you and a guy on that third center slot that can switch to wing and move him into the first or second line, I think that gives them more flexibility than they had before the deadline, and that could play a major role for them because you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs guys. 
I think if you're looking at paper and you're looking at stats, you're going to say they totally are loaded up the middle compared to the Bruins. I mean, you got Matthews, uh, you know, Kadre and Tavares there. They're, they're loaded. But then you look at the Bruins, and Charlie Coyle is sort of having an underlying uh, effect in terms of the balance he's bringing. So I think that will help them alleviate any games that that top line struggles in. It's interesting to see the uh, the dichotomy and the difference in in the numbers with the series price offshore, and you know at a book that people bet a lot of hockey at, mm-hmm. it was um, it was minus one sixty five. That's what it opened at minus one sixty one one sixty five. Down to Boston Bruins minus one forty now. FanDuel in New Jersey at Boston Bruins minus one fifty. Toronto Maple Leafs plus one thirty. So. There has been some Toronto Maple Leaf money coming in here. and I don't want to simplify things, but listen, I've always thought, number one, the Leafs don't have the – they don't have the grit, or mm-hmm. I should say they, they don't have the understanding yet being young guys. Like, look how long it took Ovechkin and these guys in Washington to really understand. Yep. you got to back check in the playoffs. you got to block shots. You can't just sort of coast around center ice and make plays. Like – the Leafs are a great team on your side of the rink. You know, like, they really are, like, one of the best teams. It's crazy. Like, the skill, it's like, boom, oh, man, like, bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. But in their own end of the rink, it, it's freaking sloppy at times. And everyone picks on a defenseman, but the forwards do a piss-poor job of helping. They have all these sort of skill yeah. kids. They're young. They don't understand that you're going to have to lose some teeth. Like, Austin Matthews needs to realize, kid, you're going to lose some teeth over the next couple of weeks. You might you might get your nose broken here. Like if you if you want to, yeah, if you want to advance, you're gonna get injured. All right, you're gonna have to get in there and get hit with a puck in front of the net or block shots. You're gonna have to do all that stuff. I don't know if Babcock can get that through to them. That's why he makes six freaking million dollars a year. And then secondly, (laughs) to me, listen, if Anderson George, if Anderson plays well, the Leafs can win this series. I'm not ready to write the Leafs off. Anderson's the key. Not just well. He needs to play great. If Anderson plays great, the Leafs win this series. Because I'm not fearing Boston either. Boston have a history of choking in the playoffs. But it's kind of like Montreal have have Boston's number. It seems like Boston, Jimmy, does have Toronto's number. We've seen this script before. Yeah. You know, guys, I think that the thing is, and that's, that's kind of where I, I still think – I hate to tell this to Leafs fans that are listening right now, but I think you're in for more heartbreak. I, I, I really think this series is going seven again. It's going to be the third time straight they're playing uh, that it goes to seven. And I, I think, once again, it's, something's going to happen where the Leafs are just going to cough it up. I mean, look, I grew up in Boston. You guys know that. And before we went on this run of championships, you know, we were full of heartbreak, especially when it came to the Red Sox and, and the way the Yankees would just own us. I mean, Pedro said it. They were our daddy. And I think right now, that's kind of the way they look at the, the Bruins in Toronto right now. They are their daddies. And until they break this emotional heartbreak jinx that they have going uh, against the Bruins and, and win a Game 7 in Boston there, and that's what I think it's going to come down to, uh, they're not going to beat the Bruins. They need they need to dig deep, like you said. And I'll tell you one thing. You made a great point there, Gabe, about how different they are on their own end. I mean, basically... The Toronto Maple Leafs are the Harlem Globetrotters in their own end and the Washington Generals uh, you know, down back trying to play defense. And hang in there, Jimmy. Yep. Hang in there. We'll be right back with Jimmy Murphy. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Guys, we're picking up the pieces of following national championship college basketball game. We've got NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, but NFL teams now focusing on the 2019 NFL draft with the first round Thursday, April 25th for serious fantasy football players. It's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. Roto experts, as you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football that you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 fantasy football package only on rotoexperts.com. We'll see if uh, the rugby uh, player, Christian uh, Wade, turns into a fantasy uh, star. We'll get into that uh, later. Signing with my Buffalo Bills, uh, we might add. But uh, we're in conversation with Jimmy Murphy. and Our chat's getting hostile. Well, chat's usually hostile anyways, but it's getting more hostile now uh, over the Leafs and, and the Bruins. And as I stated, look, Dempsey checks in on Twitter, says diehard Leaf fan. But it's sad to say the Leafs can't win with the defense that they have. Um I said, who's going to win the series? We've already gotten 82 responses in the last seven minutes. Uh, 59% say the Boston Bruins. 41% the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm going to, I'm calling the upset, guys. Give me the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the series in six games. Leafs in six. Ooh. Leafs in six. I got right, Bruins in seven. Listen, Cam Cam Stewart's a Leaf fan, so I look for any. I think he thinks the Bruins are going to win. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. So Jimmy says Bruins in seven. Right. They don't have they don't have a defense. I mean, uh, they're not physical enough. I mean, you already said it. They're going to outscore them. Lose team. They're going to have. You're going to win six five games. This is not the '80s Oilers, man. That's not going to work in today's playoffs. I mean, you're right. If Frederick Anderson does end up being a brick wall, sure. But you can say that of any Yeah, I think that's the biggest X factor. You guys are right. And and Tuka Rask is always prone to shit to bed in a couple games. Yes. Uh, yes, Jimmy. That could, have, that yes. could have an effect. How old is it, Jane O'Chara? Like 90 years old? How long can this guy be dominant for? Listen, I'm not... <laughs> is he 42? Like Social Security next week. Yeah. Nice. He's still yeah. good. I mean, you know what's crazy? I'm not going to lie. This isn't one of my best bets or anything like that. This isn't a series that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm running to the window yeah. and betting this. I'm letting, I'm, I'm not going to lie, and I never let my heart get in the way when it comes to betting and stuff, but I don't like the Boston Bruins. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> like them. I hope I it's going to You lived in Montreal, and you lived in Toronto. I wonder why you don't like the Bruins. <laughs> I live yeah, in New well, York, and I don't, like, uh, I don't like Boston. I don't like I hate Brad Marchand. <laughs> Who likes Brad Marchand? They're a hard team to like still. They're going to win the series, though. 
They are. You mean the guy that scored 100 points? That Brad Marchand? I was licking people and kissing people. But then again, he's on my fantasy team, so go Marchand. Well, let's settle down, Jimmy. People in Montreal, we don't have the same problem with uh, as Toronto does in beating Boston. <laughs> Montreal's beaten Boston many, many times. Ask Don Cherry. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Ask uh, well, ask ask all of them. Um, it's sort of like the Canadians will win in seven, but it's just one of those weird deals where the Canadians are in the Bruins' heads in the playoffs. And okay, but we can't. We won't spend our whole time on this. But I'm calling it upset, guys. So the next right. one. Now people are arguing in the chat about the Islanders and the Penguins. George Kurtz, you're an Islander fan. What are you saying in this series? How many games is this going to go? I think the Penguins are going to beat them. We talked about it briefly yesterday. What do you got, George? Listen, I'm close to taking Pittsburgh in five, but I'll give the Islanders uh, two games that they win. They have to win tomorrow night at the barn. They have to, to have any chance in this series because that's the only advantage they truly have here. The Islanders haven't scored goals really all season long. They had three for their last 50 on the power play, so they're no threat there. You're not going to be Pittsburgh trying to win two, one, three, two games. You're just not. If I'm Pittsburgh, I try and turn this into a track meet, try and play an open style of hockey. The Islanders will not be able to compete that way unless Leonard slash Greece are playing out of their minds, like just like Frederick Anson. If they're the best player on the ice, then you always have a chance with your goaltender playing that way. But the Islanders don't match up well against Pittsburgh at all. I'll say six games for Pittsburgh, but in my mind, I really think it's five. I don't think Pittsburgh has much of a problem here. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, I'll say six or seven. I think the Islanders can get two games out of this. But ultimately, Sidney Crosby's just that good. Murray plays better in the postseason. You talked about their depth. It's, it's just too much. It's you know, the, the, I think, you know, you can grind and you can get through the regular season with hard work and, and with great coaching. And Trotz has done a hell of a job. And that's the next factor here. Trotz is that damn good. And I think it speaks for itself that we're seeing this guy's uh, what what he's doing uh, here. But with that being stated, uh, I got to believe the Penguins roll. Jimmy, what are you saying here? And the Penguins, uh, Penguins, uh, yeah, I don't think the home ice matters all that much for the Penguins, to be honest. What do you got here, Jimmy? Penguins yeah. or the Islanders? Uh, with words of Chris Berman, huh? You're all on the Penguins. Give me the Islanders, boys. Channel the Mike Bossy. Oh. Channel, channel the Pat LaFontaine. Channel whoa, whoa, the Pat whoa, 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 whoa. Mike, Mike Bossy ain't playing, bro. Brian Trotche, but Billy uh, Smith, but you know Butch Gordon ain't walking through You know the where they're playing? They're playing in the Coliseum. And in that Coliseum four years ago, they took the Washington Capitals to seven games. They won, I think, I believe, all three games in the Coliseum. They've got a great record there again this year. That, that place is going to probably be the loudest building in the NHL in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, guys, if you look at the season track record between these two teams, they're very dead even right now. 2-2 in the season series. Pittsburgh outscored them by one goal, 13-12. to I like the Islanders in seven here. I like that place to rock, and I like this to be one of the more fun series. I'm thinking two or three overtimes, and I like a real physical series as well. These guys have gone under a lot when, uh, as of late. The, the Penguins actually went under – I think more than they went over. I think it was something like 36, 45, and one or something. I, I forget what the exact record was, but you got a tight defensive battle going on here. You got some good goaltending. I like the under lot, and give me the Islanders in seven. All right. So, in our remaining minutes here, Jimmy, um, any upsets? Like, as far yeah. as, you know, so you've got St. Louis and Winnipeg, whatever, pretty much a pick of that series. Uh, Tampa Bay are minus 410 against Columbus. Calgary yeah, at minus 220 against Colorado. I, so you're I saying Tampa get bounced. No, I'm, I'm taking Columbus in six, boys. I love me some BJs. 
The Blue Jackets are going to bring it on. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the biggest upsets in sports history. The Blue Jackets are one of the hottest teams in the NHL right now, and John Tortorella is going to outcoach John Cooper, and they're going to play that playoff grinding style you said Toronto can't play. That's what the Blue Jackets play. They're built for the playoffs right now, and they are going to upset the best team in the NHL. Pretty bold, yes, Kurtz. I've taken advantage, I, I have been taking advantage of those stores that just got legalized in Massachusetts, but that's a whole other story. Because <laughs> somebody asked, actually, in our chat, is this guy high? And uh, I was like, well, maybe, but it's still, it does, that's besides the point. I don't really see what that has to do with anything. <laughs> like, like, oh, now, now they're asking, is this guy on meth? Uh, now they're no, like, no. we want what you're supposed to. Listen, and Jimmy, listen, Jimmy knows hockey. Yeah, he knows hockey. One of the ice guys, um, you, you call call it upset. Listen, Tampa Bay have found ways to lose in the, in, in the past, but normally the because yeah. they have just bad luck, they have injuries in the playoffs. You know, Stamkos always gets hurt, or they get shaky goaltending. That's my deal with Tampa. I think Tampa are the team to beat, but I don't fully trust uh, Vasilevsky enough here, George. I just don't. You, trust you know what I mean? Like you trust Bobrovsky? I mean, he hasn't. He's shaky as well. You don't know no. about either, really about either way. I don't trust Russian goalies. I don't I trust a Russian lot of pressure goalies. on both these teams. Columbus at the Russian moves they made the deadline going all in. There's pressure goalies. on them. And Tampa's supposed to win, so a pressure on them. It might come down to which team relaxes first and just plays hockey rather than believing, oh, because, you know, we made all these moves, point. we better go to the championship series. Or Tampa Bay, we have, to, we have to keep winning to justify, you know, setting or tying the record for most wins in the season there. So I think there's a lot of pressure on both teams here. Uh, that being said, I'll go with Tampa. I'll take the chalk here and take my chance with the, uh, the Lightning. But, you know, we, we joke about this. If Tampa Bay could have picked their, uh, their opponent because they had the first overall seat, the Angels level went to that, it sure as hell wouldn't have been Columbus. It oh, wouldn't. Columbus true. has talent to beat them there. They would have picked Carolina or the Islanders, my guess they would do. be. So uh, I don't think it's a shocking thing that Jimmy picks Columbus. I can't do it, but I don't think it shocks me, no. I'll tell you, though, right now, how many Russian goaltenders have won a Stanley Cup before? I'll guess zero. A lot of I'm silence. Zero, too. Abby Bullen. Abby Bullen. Abby Bullen, that's right. Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa maybe Bay. There's a sign there. Maybe that's yeah, a good sign. Vasilevsky's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> they suck unless they play for Tampa. Um, all right, so you got Calgary. You know, I missed the boat on Calgary a little bit, guys. Like, you know, I'm on the East Coast yeah. here. I'm in New York now. I, you know, I didn't realize how good are Calgary, Jimmy? Are these guys, I mean, are they really the, the best team in the West and, and all this? And, and really, another thing I believe in, and I'm not just saying this, like Russian goalies don't win. It's like Brazilian MMA fighters choking big fights. Russian goalies uh, suck, and uh, and Canadian teams don't win the Stanley Cup. So yeah, you can almost uh, just get rich betting against Canadian teams in the playoffs because one by one they bite the dust. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's just it's a fact. You know what I mean? Like it's a fact. It is. Team it's from Canada Gary hasn't won since the Montreal Canadiens in nineteen freaking ninety three. Man, it's been a long time. Oh God. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you guys, I think the, the Calgary Flames are one of these teams that's really primed for an upset in the first round. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on there. Um, look, credit to them. They had a great season. Peters did a great job coaching there. You got Johnny Hockey. He's just obviously a superstar now. But that's all they are is offense. And you look at – I know that they have Giordano. He's, he's going to be a candidate for the Norris. But, I mean, overall, they depend on their scoring there. But the problem is they let up a lot of goals too. And if you – 
you look at those two goalies they have right now, Mike Smith scares the shit out of me. I, I don't like him at all, and I, I can't understand for the life of me why he's getting a game one start after that kid Riddick came in and played terrific. I, I get maybe he's a rookie, you want to go with experience, but Mike Smith scares me to death. So, And then Riddick, I mean, you put him in there, what if he comes in he's thrown into the fire now in the middle of a game or something? I just don't like the way they've handled that goaltending situation there, and I think that's going to be – uh, the end of them against Colorado. And we talked about the best lines in hockey. Well, they have arguably the first or the second there in Colorado with McKinnon, Landis, Gog, and Ranton. And uh, I like Colorado in the upset there. Give me the abs in six. Wow. Another bold call. Another bold call. Man, you can be a rich, Jimmy. You might be a rich man. I'm going to be rich or I'm going to be, like, forgotten. <laughs> well, if you hit one of them. Look, the, well, one, the yeah. one I like the most. I, you know, my and I'm not saying this is a bold upset, but the one upset I was looking at was uh, the Dallas Stars. I think the Dallas Stars can knock the Nashville yeah, Predators off. a lot of people off. liking that. Yeah. At plus 155, I think there's not bad value there. But to be honest, it's not really worth betting at plus 155. No. Because not enough. You can just bet each game. You know what I mean? They're going to be yeah, underdogs on the road anyway. the under a lot. Ride the under in that series a lot, too. You got Pekka Rennie and Ben Bishop has been sensational. Um, I think there could be a couple goaltender duels in that series for sure. So I would ride the under there. All right. So we've got uh, we've only got a minute uh, or so left uh, here, Jimmy. You can get Jimmy on Patreon. Follow him at Murphy's Law. What is it? Murphy's Law 74? That is it, my friend. Murphy's Law 74 on Twitter. And, uh, of course, you know, Babano. You get the links to the Patreon uh, Ice Guys show. So uh, what's your future here? Who's... Uh, I was going to say, who's cutting down the well, nets? I they mean, should do that in hockey. They should cut the net yeah. out of the, the goalposts. <laughs> uh, you know, guys, I mean, look, I, I, agree with, I, I agree with you. I kind of – I really – this first-round series does scare me for the team I've got winning the Cup. But if they get by them, I think they go on to do that, and that's the National Predators. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough series against the, uh, the Dallas Stars there. But I think in the end – Nashville pulled through the experience from two years ago, uh, kind of carried them through the playoffs. I think P.K. Subban is uh, he's going to shine. So I like the Predators over the Bruins in the final. Reds over the Bruins. Jimmy Murphy, thanks for the time, Jimmy. Cheers, guys. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, uh, gang. I know Bob. Uh, Bob was on hold. Uh, we'll get to uh, the Bob a little bit uh, later on, and blame him for telling everyone to take the Boston Red Sox at minus two twenty. The good thing Bob doesn't bet with real money. He could be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> he could be. Hey, that game's he not over. A, yeah, he could be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I love the look of the the fans in Boston. They just look so freaking miserable. Actually enjoying it. The fact that, that I hit losing, it. Isn't, isn't that you, the way you lose? The pitching just sucks. I mean, the starting pitching's been horrible. Sale, Porcello, Eduardo Rodriguez, Eovaldi, they, they're all been terrible price. Good. Good. Let's see the Red oh, Sox. Hey, I'm a Yankee suck. fan. I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
And I can't wait for the Patriots to start sucking and then all the bandwagon, bitch-ass punk fans that, uh, ooh, Tom Brady and you know, the Patriots, Patriots. Yeah, we'll see if you guys support your team after. You're, you're a year or two away from this, even though we've said this before. All right, uh, let's get let's get Bob in here quickly because we got Cam coming up uh, soon. Bob, what's going on, Bob? The Red Sox uh, hey, going down right yeah, now, Bob. Hey, yeah, my pick for the Red Sox are not doing that good. Oh, still, still time. Yeah, they're now. not doing good. I thought they would do better today, a home opener, you know. And my score now was not did. doing too good. I said it was 6-3. So- to three. <laughs> Yeah, you said 6-3. Six, six, hey, you're good, close. Kurt, it's just wrong team. You're a, you're a Yankee and Dallas Cowgirl fan? I don't know what gives that away, but, uh, yeah. Yankee well, Cowboys I see in the background on your pitches. Yeah. How you become... Yeah. Why are you not a Giant fan? Why are you a Dallas Cowgirl fan? Uh, when I grew up in the 70s, uh, my father was not a football fan, so I didn't have a team to root for that way. And if you grew up in the 70s, you were a Cowboy, Steeler, Dolphin, or Raider fan if you didn't like the home teams. And let's, let's face it, the Giants and Jets sucked back then. You know, they were just terrible. Yeah, the first well, game I ever saw, no, I, I'm a Giant They were bad. Fan. It was I'm bad football. Fan. And the first game you're I ever saw New was York the second Dallas right? You're from New York? Yeah, born and raised there. Born in Howard Beach, moved what to Long Island when I was five. Long Island. It's true. Oh, Thanks, I'm Bob. Glen Oaks. You know what Queens is? Oh, I know Glen Oaks very well. I was born in Howard Beach. Yeah, he knows where Queens is. Yeah, he knows where Queens is. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> I might have an idea. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Kluber gets his first win of the season. He's now one and two. Kluber went six innings, seven hits, two runs, one earned, one walk, eight strikeouts in the victory. Jordan Zimmerman for the Tigers, only four and a third innings pitch, four hits, five runs, four of them earned, two walks, four strikeouts. Zimmerman also gave up three home runs. Those home runs for the Indians. Jonas Martin with his first of the year. Miller with his first of the year. Perez with his first of the year. And Bowers with his first of the year. So a lot of guys got the schneid today in that game. Once again, Indians defeat Detroit 8-2. to two. And games currently being played here. The Tampa Bay Rays are defeating the Chicago White Sox 8-2 in the top of the eighth. Two outs in that top of the eighth. They just scored. William Dame just scored on a wild pitch here in this game. So uh, Rays 8, White Sox 2. Craig Morton. Oh, Craig Morton. Uh, Charlie Morton, five innings, three hits, two runs, two earned runs, three walks, seven strikeouts in this game. He should be in line for the victory. Irvin Santana, who was just called up in this game to pitch for the White Sox, only last three and two-thirds innings. He gets rocked. Seven hits, seven runs, all earned, three walks, one strikeout, and also didn't go well for Irvin Santana. And the other game currently being played here, Red Sox and Toronto Blue Jays. Apparently the Blue Jays are not the cure for what ails your starting staff, as Chris Sale does not last very long in this game. Only goes four innings, gives up five runs, seven hits, all runs were earned, only three strikeouts, no walks, if that makes anybody feel any better. 
But currently, Blue Jays lead the Red Sox 6-4, one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. Matt Shoemaker pitched for uh, the Blue Jays. This one, five and two-thirds, five hits, four runs. Two of them earned two walks and four strikeouts. Home runs in this game. Moreland hits his fourth for the Red Sox, and Betts hit his third for the Red Sox. Tonight in Major League Baseball, in the American League, we have... Uh, the Astros and Yankees will face off against each other. Jonathan Lasagna will make his third start of the season up against Garrett Cole. Lasagna, this could be his last start of the season unless he pitches well. As CeCe Sabathia was expected to rejoin the Yankees' rotation Saturday against the Chicago White Sox. Either Lasagna or Domingo Germán will have to leave. And Germán just came off a great out against the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend. The Yankees are plus 155. Astros minus 185. Athletics will throw Brett Anderson against the Baltimore Orioles and Means in this game. Means is likely just an opener, and they'll go with the bullpen game here. Athletics minus 195, Orioles plus 165. Seattle Mariners, Marco Gonzalez against the Kansas City Royals and Jake Junis in this game. Royals plus 110, Mariners minus 130. In the National League, the Marlins will take on the Cincinnati Reds as Billy Castillo up against Jose Arena. Marlins are plus 170, Reds minus 200. Yasio Puig was suspended two games for his role in the brawl on Sunday. Chris Archer for the Pirates. Uh, Pirates don't play today. He was suspended five games this game. Manager David Bell of the Reds also suspended a game. Wig and Bell will serve their suspensions tonight. Washington Nationals will take on the Philadelphia Phillies in the year pitching matchup of the night. That's Strasburg versus Nola here. Strasburg and the Washington Nationals are plus 130. Phillies and Nola minus 150. Dodgers will take on the St. Louis Cardinals. That's Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals against Ross Stripling and the Dodgers. Minus 130 for the Dodgers, plus 110 for the Cardinals. Braves and Rockies in Coors Field. Max Fried against German Marquez. Plus 100 for the Braves, minus 124 here at Colorado Rockies. Padres and Giants will play each other. Lucchese against Eric Holland, minus 135 for San Diego, plus 115 for the Giants. In interleague play, Minnesota will take on the Mets and Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom has gone 26 straight innings without giving up a run here. Kyle Gibson goes for Minnesota Twins. Mets, minus 260. Twins, plus 210 in this game. Rangers, Mike Minum, plus 120 uh, against Arizona Diamonds. And Zach Cranky, minus 140. And your last game of the night, latest game, 10.07 start. Milwaukee Brewers, Freddie Peralta, minus 140. Los Angeles Angels and Matt Harvey, who's been getting lit up of late. And I don't see tonight going much differently, minus 140 here. There are 11 games in the NBA tonight. Memphis will be at Detroit. Memphis plus 475. Detroit minus 650. Charlotte at Cleveland, minus 400 for Charlotte, plus 300 for Cleveland. Baltimore Celtics at the Washington Wizards, plus 170 for Boston, plus, minus 200 for Washington. 76ers at the Heat, plus 190 for the 76ers, minus 235 for the Heat. Knicks and Bulls, plus 110 for the Knicks, minus 130 for the Bulls. Raptors at the Timberwolves, minus 350, plus 280 for the Timberwolves here. Warriors at Pelicans, Warriors minus 425, Pelicans plus 325. Suns at Mavericks, plus 305, four of the Suns, minus 390 for the Mavericks. Nuggets at Jazz, Nuggets plus 120, Jazz minus 140. Rockets minus 140 at the Thunder, plus 120. Trailblazers minus 500, Lakers plus 375. I'm George Kurtz, and this has been your Fantasy News Update. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, we're at the level two. Countdown is on. Hurricane Cam is coming. We're going to check in uh, from Las Vegas and Nevada. We're talking NHL playoffs. We'll get uh, Cam's uh, Masters uh, thoughts, although we'll lock in uh, the final Masters picks uh, tomorrow. 
Um, we have uh, to make the cut odds out right now, and I've already put together a mini parlay. Although we're going to have to get a little bit, a uh, little bit more, a little bit uh, more uh, risky. Uh, actually, we got Rory McIlroy to make the cut, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Kuchar, and Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, this is uh, so that's seven golfers. That's minus one thirty. I got to get some plus money in here. We're just going to have to add a couple of more, but uh, Cam will help us uh, do that. We're keeping our eye on this uh, this Boston Red Sox and uh, Toronto Blue Jay game uh, right now as the Red Sox free fall continues. Um, it's their first home game of the year, and no, you don't want to, uh, you know. It, I remember uh, baseball players and baseball managers always told me that May is when you are what your record says you are. So they're going to try to keep calm right now. But you brought it up earlier, dude. The Tampa Bay Rays just keep winning. And you can say, well, look at the schedule that they play the Tampa Bay Rays. Yet, really, that's the schedule. <laughs> like The American League's not that good, George. There's not that many good no, teams in the American League. Tampa Bay's going to have an opportunity to rack up a lot of wins. And so will everybody else. So you got to take advantage. I mean, the Yankees didn't take advantage of playing the ball to Orioles and Detroit Tigers, right? So that was the issue there. Yep. So, once again, you got you got to beat who you can beat, the, the bad teams. The American League is 15 teams, what, maybe six are good? You know, we think the Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Cleveland, Minnesota, uh, eh, Houston. I don't count Minnesota that's, as that's good. That's really it. I don't I count Minnesota okay. as good. They're okay. They're, okay. they're in the okay they're not, group. They're not exactly. terrible. How about that? They're not terrible. But, yeah, but a, you got a lot your of Baltimore's. Teams. You got your Baltimore's, Detroit. your Kansas City's, your Detroit's, your uh, your Texas Rangers is in the world. You know what I mean? Like Seattle is up being terrible. Well, we keep waiting for that. <laughs> we keep they waiting. Played, played, they played other terrible teams, so they're, they're getting a break there. But uh, what, what concerns me most of our Tampa Bay's not more so real. Seattle. Yes, they're, they're a good team. Yeah. They're a good team. Yeah, Tampa's the, the only thing team. I'm worried about with Tampa Bay is injuries. What happens when they get hurt? You know, and, and injuries will happen. They don't have the depth. They can't do what the Yankees and Red Sox can do. You know, they suffer an injury or injuries in this case. The Yankees, they have 11 guys on the IL, yet they're still a 500 team because they can survive if they have the depth. Or they'll go out and buy it. You know, the Yankees can do that. The Rays can't. So when injuries hit them, not that they'll have 11, that's when they'll be tested. Can they survive with those injuries with Really, AAA players, and that's they'll have no choice there. But the Red Sox, I mean, what, the biggest concern here is the starting pitching staff. They're all getting yep. lit up. You know, I made the joke yesterday, hey, that uh, the Blue Jays should be uh, the cure. The, they'll, they'll, they'll cure what ails you because they're a bad offense here, right? They should do that. But no, it's not happening. Red Sox just scored a run, though. 6-5 now. Toronto uh, leads Boston. Bottom of the eighth. Two outs. Runner on uh. second base for Boston. The worst Jeez. thing that's going to happen is the Red Sox are going to win, and they're going to win by one. Seven six. The, uh, the bastards that they are. Uh, the immortal words are crusty to clown. Maybe a Bogarts. Right, we have more. We have more in-depth details about this uh, this uh, baseball study with the umpires too. It's interesting. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
6-5 Toronto Blue Jays, bottom of the eighth inning. Talking about the Seattle Mariners. Seattle now 10-2 on the season. Seattle are up $972 on the year. How about this, too? This is where the money's at, guys. Basically on a daily basis. Tampa and the under, and uh, Seattle and the over. If you, if you bet on that, like, uh, we'll add it up after, but it would be sick. sick. Like, you'd be like 30 and 4 or something like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, let's bring in uh, Hurricane Cam Stewart from Las Vegas, Nevada, day two in Sin City. What's going on, Cam? Well, what's happening, Marenzi? Yeah, sweating out this Blue Jay game. Uh, me and Vince uh, got the early morning text, and I'll tell you, it's funny. Mike Blewett texted me to put in uh, the pick for our NFL mock draft. And I was thinking, man, what are we going to do here? And uh, Vince Gabe, since he's been texting me plays, the guy's 9-1 and one so far with 10 plays. Two days, 9-1. and one. Unbelievable. So he's ra- racking it up. Yeah, we've been on fire. So I've been uh, doing my thing. We're on Virginia. I gave him Virginia last night, so he's happy right now. But uh, this Boston Jays game, yeah, Boston's got a runner on second, 3-2 count. Uh, Joe Biagini in for the Jays. That's a recipe for disaster. But these guys are holding on right now. Got, got to get another out. Now, uh, for the record, I asked Cam yesterday. The cell phone was a little shaky. And uh, I said, yeah, make sure you're in the room uh, for, for the hit today. You know, 800 number is free anyways. But I think you might be better off on a cell phone. Sounds like uh, you're on like a 1960s switchboard type of phone. <laughs> Are you, really? you at the this El Cortez? Is the, this is the landline. So, yeah, I'll do cell phone yeah, next I know. time. I thought I was doing everyone a favor. <laughs> Where are you at the El Cortez or the Fremont? Where are you? No, I'm at the Golden. I'm at the Golden Nugget. The El Cortez. I, I, actually, I, and I got some things. Oh, yeah, the to Golden say. Nugget. Yeah. Like, I, here's the Golden Nugget. Okay, so I go down there. Me and Vince put in. We haven't even put in our whole card of bets yet. Uh, $290. They don't have drink tickets anymore. I go. Are you kidding me? What about points? Nothing. Like I'm telling you, the whole experience. The room is amazing. I've never stayed in like a better room. It's like very high class. It's got like the pimp couch and everything like that. But I'm an El Cortez guy. I like the El Cortez. I get the drink tickets on a $6 horse bet. I know everybody there. You know what I mean? I don't feel at home here. It feels like a road game. It's nicer, but it's not me. I like the other casinos, and I'm, getting, I'm having a lot of fun at Fremont and Binion's. Those are the places we're rocking hard. Great buffets. You yeah, well, that's the thing. Great fried chicken. The- everything we like. Everything we like for $8. Like, that's my type of spot. Beautiful. So you're... You're you're at the uh, you're at the Golden Nugget, but that's a good thing about being on Fremont Street. At least you could just walk out and go to the other casinos, right? But yeah, I'll be honest with you too. I like Tony Miller, nice guy and stuff. But as you stated, yeah. I've never been I've never been a big Golden Nugget fan. It is the nicest place on Fremont visually and aesthetically and stuff, and the food's good there. The restaurants are good at the Golden Nugget, but true, true. The ceilings are too low for me. Like it freaks me out. The ceilings are just too low. And the sports book's all small. It's like it's designed for midgets. Like, so everything's small. You're all cramped in. And you're getting charged, like, ultra Bellagio prices. Like, order order a vodka and, and cranberry oh, I know. Uh, from, from Golden Nugget. It's 12 bucks, bro. It's like, I'm on Fremont. Oh, buddy, we got, we got room vodka, Gabe. Me and Lisa, this is not our first rodeo. Like, that's the same thing. Like, we go down to Walgreens. We get our mix there. She brought me four Miller Lights for four bucks. Like, we, we're old school, man. So, you know, me and you and her, like, we got the team of value going on here. You know, you're right. A drink was $16 uh, for a double. That's U.S. I'm not getting drink tickets. 
It's packed with people. The sports book's too small. I'm having a great time over at Fremont. I got to meet the guys there. They're great people. Better odds, too. And the Will Hill kiosk, I'm getting golfers at 50 points better. I told you, guys are 50 to 1, like Charlie Hoffman, 100 to 1. Like, shop around. Shop around. If anybody, that's my tip. If you're going to go to Vegas, you shop around and do all that stuff. It's perfect. You'll, You'll find winners. You'll get a lot more value. The problem is with Las Vegas now is is the Raiders. Is the Raiders and, and the Golden Knights in a sense that they pass the buck along to tourists, right? True. So you check into a room now, man. The resort fee is more than the actual room. It used to Killing. be like you check into a room. I remember when I lived in Vegas, man, I was living at Circus Circus. It was like 26 bucks a night, 28 bucks a night, yeah. 22 or whatever, and plus like seven. For a resort fee, and I used to bitch, and she'd be like, "Wow, you got the internet out of it." I was like, "Yeah, thanks, thank you, whatever." <laughs> like, it was like <laughs> yeah, seven bucks, and I remember, like, I, I remember Palace Station went to fifteen bucks, and I was like, "Holy shit, man, fifteen bucks for a resort fee!" Now, you check in, and it's like the resort fees fifty-seven bucks, sixty-two bucks. Oh, I know, Gabe. It's like double I the know. room, actually. It is. My brother is an amazing guy. He makes a like he he works hard. He's older than me. He busts his ass doing uh, tile every day. He's breaking his back. He's got money. He upgraded me for my birthday to say thank you because we don't see each other very much. You know, it's what once a year. He's busy with his job. He's got kids, so he paid for all this stuff. He goes, I'll take care of everything. You take care of the resort fee. The resort fee so far on my bill, it's two hundred eighty-seven U.S. That's a resort fee. That's we're not even getting into the other stuff yet. Like you're absolutely right. It's you're, like another state. Keep even at the El Cortez, they jacked it up. We know you're in the U.S. camp. That's why it's U.S. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a it's lot like for Bob asking, though, okay, don't you think? Know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like asking Bob Thanks, asking George. George if you ever heard of Queens. <laughs> no, no, never heard of Queens. Where's Queens? <laughs> you know where Queens is? Yeah. yeah Actually, down in Queens. Thank you. <laughs> I know where New York City is too, believe it or not. I've heard of New York City. Well, I don't know. You don't you don't leave the house very often. Maybe you don't know where Queens is. <laughs> I was actually born in Queens, thank you. My brother lives in Queens. So, uh, yes, I, I know where Queens is. I try to avoid Queens, I'll tell you that. I don't like being in Queens. <laughs> not a fun place to drive around. He tries to avoid it. All right, so I'm going to check in uh... – I'm going to check in. Let's check in on the uh, on our Twitter question right now. The votes uh, were coming in fast and furious. Uh, it's really starting to add up now. So up to 200 already. 200 responses. Who's going to win the series? Um, 62% Boston Bruins. 38% Toronto Maple Leafs out of 200 respondents. So it's not like Leaf Nation is being biased and being homers here. Most Leaf fans don't think they're going to win the series. I'm in the minority. I'm not a Leaf fan, but I hate the Bruins. And uh, I think the Leafs, listen, like I said earlier, as long as if, uh, Freddie Anderson, I know it sounds simple, but it's true. If Anderson plays very, very, very well, they'll win. I think they can outscore Boston. They just need Anderson to steal a game or two for them. You know, and 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 I think they can upset them. So what's your what's your prediction, uh, Cam? What what are your hockey series? Uh, what's what's your hockey series predictions here? What do you got here? Leafs or uh, Bruins? Oh, I like the Leafs. Uh, it is a bit of a homer pick, but I, I'm I'm absolutely with you on Freddie <laughs> Anderson. I think he, if he stays well, the Leafs will score enough goals 
uh, guys, you know, you're probably going to take the overs in these games, Marenzi, because both teams are going to score. And Boston has no great goaltending either. Tuka Rask has been real bad at points this year, too. And Halak is very inconsistent. So, And I'm also look, shopping around. I got the Leafs at plus 140. That's enough take back for me to take in the series, Gabe. Also, I told you I bet Dallas at plus 150 in the series. I have futures on them. I think that's a great price against Nashville. And the one favorite that I'm going to smash is Washington. Carolina hasn't beat Washington once this year. I get it. They're a good team with young players, but the Capitals are the Stanley Cup champions, and only have to lay 40 cents. I found it, I found it at 40 cents at a book. That's nuts. It should be about 70 cents. I also lean to Calgary. I don't like 185 in the series price. They should be able to get past the avalanche. This Vegas series is baffling me, too. A lot of people here, weird. Your team's been out two years. Everyone's down on Vegas. Like, the people are like, ugh, Vegas sucks. Like, people in their sports book, are you kidding me? Your team went to the Stanley Cup final in your first year, and you're, do- you're slagging these guys? Unbelievable, man. They don't even know what they got. Imagine being a Montreal fan, a Toronto fan. Hell, George, even with the Islanders, like, years and years of misery. And these people, they're spoiled fans. Oh, yeah, they're bad. They're San Jose's going to kill them in the first round. I'm like, are you, are you, are you on glue? What kind of people are these, Marantz? Your team goes to the Stanley Cup final your first year, and they're they're upset at the team. What a joke. They're bandwagon jumpers. They're the same type they of people sure that used to support UNLV and now pretend UNLV don't exist as soon as yep. the Las Vegas Golden Knights got there. And Excellent point. You know, Golden Knights started off at the top, and it can only really go down, right? I mean, I think they're going to win this opening series, but they'll probably get bounced in the next round after or whatever. They're not going to go to the Cup again, but, no. you know, they start off like this, and... And listen, TV ratings are very good, so we're not going to rip Vegas with this. But just wait till the Raiders show up in a couple of years. And we'll find out how much people really love the Las Vegas Golden Knights. All right, hang in there, Cam. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk some Masters on the other side. The countdown to the biggest golf tournament of the year is on. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, my make the cut parlay is now up to 13 golfers. But it's uh, plus 248 only. All right, let's talk some Masters. So, uh, Cam, how are you enjoying uh, Las Vegas for the Masters uh, betting uh, option? I got to be honest with you, it's not as good online. I thought it would be a lot better. Uh, the matchup bets that they have are very uh, casino-focused. They, they're putting in, you in situations in a lot of pickums. I don't see very many advantages, Gabe. So the beautiful thing yeah. is, too, uh, I'm the inputter for Vince, and he's the inputter for me back home with my uh, Mr. Green, as you know. So I, like you, have become uh, getting an inputter on my staff to do some stuff for me. There's a couple that I like. I like Dustin Johnson, I guess, in his matchup bet against Tiger Woods, laying 45 cents. I think that's a, pr- that's a pretty good price there. 
I'm going to take a, take a swing there. But I really love Paul Casey, Gabe. He's the guy that's coming up to me. When I'm trying to find like a mid-range guy who could win the Masters, he's really improved. His, first of all, one of the best ball strikers in the world. The putting is coming around, and Paul Casey has gone really low at Augusta before. I'm seeing 35 to ones. Maybe on uh, a couple books you can look at even a 40. That's good value to me. I talked to a guy at the bar last night. He liked Fleetwood, but also Matt Kuchar in really good form. He's a guy I really don't like. I'm not a fan of, but getting him at 50 to one, that's a good price for Matt Kuchar. Really uh, underdogs that I like, uh, 100 to one, Brant Snedeker. He's been close before at this course. Maybe he catches uh, lightning in a bottle for four days. 100 to one is a great price. Charlie Hoffman at 100, and a British guy, Matt Wallace at 150 to one. Those are some long shots that I'm going to sprinkle five or ten bucks on. Well, what's your top pick? <laughs> you just top sort of pick. threw about a million golfers. Uh, to win the yeah. tournament. Actually, top pick if I have two. I got to give you two, and I'm not even going low. Jordan Spieth at 20 to one. I think that's a great price for him. He started to get his game back last week, and Paul Casey at 35 to one. Those are my two guys. Those are my horses I'm riding with, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for odds for the guys I like now. I don't really have a lot of options. I could either play it. You know, I could play it online, or I could play it at FanDuel. And I'm seeing the numbers the exact same. Now, I wish I was getting a little bit more, and that's Justin Rose at 12 to 1. Justin Rose, 12 to 1. Yeah, I'd like to be getting more, but he's 12 to 1 for a reason. And then the other guy I like, I'm actually getting better value at FanDuel than I am uh, at Bet365. And uh, these are the two guys I like. And we got our main man on tomorrow, Dan Daly, one of the best golf handicappers out there. We got all the big shots. We got Cam today. Uh, Cam will be with us tomorrow. We got Brady Cannon going to be with us again tomorrow. Uh, Dan Daly is going to join me on a morning show tomorrow morning. Dan Daly is one of my favorite guests that joins us for all the majors. That's it. He's a busy man. So he only joins us, uh, he joins us like uh, four times a year before each golf major. And, uh, you know, this guy, he's had grand slams before this guy where he's picked the, the winner in all in every major. And I told you before last week, Cam, I've been telling people my one guy was Justin Rose. He's a little trendy. He's the third uh, selection. But my other guy, Cam, John Robb. I like Robb. John Robb. I know he's got to get the mental focus, and that's my biggest concern with this guy. Can he stay focused and not come unglued Um for four consecutive uh, four consecutive rounds. I don't know if he can, but we know he's got the game for it. No, I actually, Gabe, it's funny. When I went down this afternoon to put the baseball bets in, I grabbed the sheet and I circled a few more guys, and John Rahm was on that sheet because at uh, one book, he was at 25 to 1. I'm never going to get better than that price. At the Golden Nugget here, he's 20 to 1. So I'm going to go to Will Hill right now and, and take John Rahm at 25 to 1. I would have probably made him at 16 to 1. I think that's great price. Yeah, he made a mistake in that tournament. He put it in the water. Him and his caddy got over it. They had a little bit of a verbal, you know, jarring match saying that his caddy says you're a stooge. Like, you got to listen to me once in a while. I think Rahm's starting to come around and listen. I need you to help me win a golf tournament because sometimes I can't help myself. That's the type of guy he is. Gabe's an all-or-nothing guy. He's all in. When he's got money, all in. Like, I hate to see him at a casino. He just put all the chips in all the time, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It didn't work. I watched a guy win with a caddy. Corey Connors, the Canadian kid, he was about 200-1 to in this tournament this week. He won the Bolero Texas Open. We had the second- and third-place guys with Moops and Hoffman, and his caddy helped him win that golf tournament. He had four bogeys in a row, and I watched the relationship between them. And people who say caddies don't help players, you're an idiot because they do. 
He gave him every single perfect club after that and talk, and then he went on a birdie train to, to win that tournament and to hold off Ryan Moore and Charlie Hoffman. Caddies do make a difference. Rom's got to listen to his a little bit more. Love the price, though, Gabe. If you can get it at 20 or more, smash it. It's a good pick. Here's an interesting prop that they have at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, so this is this is who's going to win the tournament, not including Dustin Johnson or Rory McIlroy. Mm, I like that. Yeah, so right away I'm, I'm already intrigued here. And I'm thinking I'm going to do this. Why would I take Justin Rose at 12-1 to 1 to win the tournament when I can get Justin Rose at 9-1 to 1 and not worry about Dustin Johnson or Rory McIlroy? Exactly. Exactly. So it's Justin Rose plus find. 900. That's smart. Betting, That's smart. Betting dude. without Dustin Johnson and Roy McIlroy. So essentially, guys, whoever finishes, for, forget those two guys. They're not in the tournament anymore, even if they win. Who? It's, so it's Justin Rose plus 900. Tiger Woods 10 to 1. John Rahm 12 to 1. To me, I could take the two guys I like, Justin Rose and John Rahm. I don't even got to win the damn tournament. It's a great bet. And, and we should be looking for more of those things, and that's why we talk about it. you got the FanDuel book there. Keep digging. Find these things. Go on different books. Search as much as you can, man, because that's great. I love that, too, because i got to be honest with you, Gabe. I think, we're, like, if you, with a gun to my head, if you came up to me, Marenzi, and you were a killer, and you stopped me in an alleyway and said, Stuart, you got one pick for the Masters, i got one bullet in this gun, and I'm going to blow you away if you get it wrong, my pick would be Rory McIlroy. I can't take him at, uh, on Mr. Green. He's 5-1. to one. I found him here at 8. It's still not enough. It's, there's too many quality guys around him. 8-1 to one's not good enough for me. I look for him at 12, and they switch the odds. I'd take him at 12. But 8, no. Uh, there, there's too many golfers in between. I love where you're going with that. Because Justin Rose, yeah, he can finish top five. You can, you can win that tournament. You want to knock those guys out. I wouldn't even say Dustin Johnson, but definitely you want to knock Rory McIlroy out. He's the favorite for a reason. He's got a game now, and uh, I think he's pretty confident going into Augusta. He feels it this year, Gabe. And they've got, they've got a million Tiger Woods props. Whatever. Tiger Woods tournament specials. Bogey-free round, 20 to 1. He's not going to have a bogey-free round. Um, first round score over under 70 and a half. Yeah. We got to find those matchup bets with the old guys. Like who's Mike Weir up against matchup bets? Like a couple of those guys they that won the master versus like a Bernard Longer. Those are the ones. FanDuel doesn't have any matchup bets. Pretty crazy. And uh, let's see Sorry, about, say that again. Uh, FanDuel does not have any matchup bets. Wow. <laughs> I don't see them. Maybe they have, they probably will, but they haven't posted to them yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe they're waiting till the last minute to get more information to do it. But those are the ones to attack, like uh, Bernard Longer versus, like, a younger guy that's won the Masters before. We get a little bit of take back. Freddie Couples used to be that guy that we can, you know, take advantage of. One of those type of guys. But, uh, what yeah, about, the matchup so bets are very, very difficult. Corey Connors, minus 450 against Mike Weir. Yeah, that's a lock. No, actually, no, it's not. Corey Connors, this is his first Masters, but he won last week. Minus 450, wow. Yeah, you can roll the oh, dice on Weir. The old man got something left. <laughs> that's a good, you know what, Gabe? That's really interesting. So Corey Connors wins the Valero Texas Open. He outduels Ryan Moore, Charlie Hoffman, Siwoo Kim. Now he's going up against Mike Weir. One thing about Mike Weir is he hits it nowhere, but he's played Augusta a lot. This is Corey. This is the Corey one Connors place he can play time. well. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's, so what's Weir uh, plus 350 plus, to his 420? Plus 
Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I I give it a look. What about uh, what about top senior? We've got uh, the long putter there, Bernard Longer. Yeah. Smooth Freddie. Freddie's uh, Longer's plus one thirty-seven. Freddie's plus Freddie's. A, I've always liked betting Freddie if you can find a prop. His first round score. Freddie always plays well on a Thursday. He can play well on the Friday, and then his back starts to hurt on Saturday. Um, White Hooker VJ isn't VJ playing pretty well this year? VJ Singh sure plus two twenty-five. Top senior. Top senior VJ Singh. He plays well here at Augusta too. Yes. Yes. I would look at VJ. He almost won three weeks ago on the PGA Tour, not the Senior Tour, on the PGA Tour, and he. He also won his matchup bet on Sunday, didn't run out of gas. He hit one shot, Gabe, a little bit low, and it went into it like a crick, and he, ha- and he couldn't get out. Like, he was hanging around to, like, almost leave, like three holes left. VJ Singh was in contention there. Look at him. I do like Longer to beat Couples. You're right, Couples usually does well, pretty well on Thursday and Friday. Then he'll sink by the end of the tournament for sure. But uh, I- I'm very intrigued with VJ. And I got one for you too, Gabe. It won for me a couple years ago. Charlie Hoffman, first-round leader. 80 to 100 to 1, wherever you find it. He always plays well in the first round at Augusta. Charlie Hoffman, and in great form. He finished really well in the tournament last week, second at the Valero Texas Open. Um, so I put together a, uh, I put together to, uh, to make a cut. I'm just sort of throwing it together now. It's up to plus 248. So these are all guys that they have to make the cut. Rory McElroy's making the cut. Yes. Dustin Johnson. Yes. John Rahm. Yes. Justin Rose. Yes. Yes. Tommy Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Matt Cheapass Kucher. Yes. I like him this week. Hideki. Make a damn putt. Matsuyama. Yes, but I always worry, but yes. I know. <laughs> I know. He makes Xander me worry. Shoffley. Xander Shoffley. Mm, yes, but I worry about him as well. Those are two that I like. If I were to take two out, it'd be. Well, him we got to put someone in. We, yeah, we can't just take all. Yeah, yeah. Tiger Woods. Keep I don't on like going. Tiger. Tiger Woods. Yes. Ricky Fowler. Yes. Justin Thomas. Yeah. Tony Finau. No. Oh, you're saying no. And I, got uh, problem, I, got a problem with Tony, I got a problem with Tony Finau's game, Gabe, and this is what it is. Tony Finau is a wicked player and also probably one of the best people on tour, a guy we like, very friendly, and he's come from he comes from humble beginnings. He has a problem with doubles and triples. At Augusta, that is a recipe right, hang for in disaster. Here, Tom. Hang in here. We'll get your baseball picks and uh, let you go out. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Dustin Pedroia just uh, led off uh, with a single. Yep. Uh, we should note that UCLA hires Mick Cronin. Our boy Mick Cronin leaves Cincinnati after um, all these years. Um, signs with the UCLA Bruins. $24 million. Not even that much money for UCLA. 
UCLA going on the cheap uh, here. But uh, Cam Stewart kicking it with us in Las Vegas for a couple of more minutes, and we'll let him uh, we'll set him set him loose onto uh, onto Fremont uh, Street. Turn you loose. Hey, listen, are you going to be there for uh, you're going to be there for the the hockey actually? How, when, when do you come? When are you there until like Monday or something? Tuesday next yeah, Sunday? Yeah, so uh, I'll be back uh, Monday morning to take the red eye in. So I'll be ready to do red heat and rage on Monday. But basically, leave right after the Masters game. Uh, Blessing texted me today. Last time I came down, I didn't even see him. He's like, I'm hosting a party at whatever. Who knows? Like, I'll try to go out there. My brother's here. He wants to do one show. We're going to see a Beatles show. Uh, we got to see a show. I told him we got to do it or something like tonight or tomorrow afternoon because uh, we're going to go out and watch the Flames. He's a Flames fan from Calgary, you know, me and the Leafs, and they're both playing the same night. So we're going to go hit up a bar or one of these watch parties that Blessing hosts with Las Vegas where they got all the games on and food and stuff like that. So hopefully uh, he'll hook us up. Who knows? He might make me pay. <laughs> yeah. Things have changed. Uh, Brian, come on, do my show. I'm like, what happened to the good old days there, Brian? We used to pick us up from the airport. <laughs> Not uh, those, anymore. Those, uh... Those, those days, those days are gone. So you were saying, uh, well, you did throw up in his car. Um, uh, <laughs> actually, outside ago, yeah. the car. Yeah, outside. Outside the car. the car. Yeah, that's a good point. It wasn't Indeed. inside. It wasn't it was outside. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, so you're saying you don't like Tony Fee now. You don't trust Tony Fee now this week. No, I don't. Uh, just too inconsistent. Sure, he can get you eight birdies, Gabe, but lots of double bogeys. Did, really didn't like his performance last week at Valero all over the place. He should have been in contention for that tournament. Tony Fino is one of those guys that we look, ooh, yeah, DFS play, great bet. But what's he ever done? He hasn't won anything. I like the guy, too. I'm cheering for him. I want him to do well. I just don't trust Tony Fino, especially at the Masters, to make the cut. No. But if you put it in your parlay, you know, I, I got no problem with his game. I got a problem with the double bogeys and triple bogeys and the way, uh, you know, he doesn't uh, recover very well from uh, bad things happening. All right. Um... We've got the uh, – we're going to hit it again tomorrow. I guess, to, you know, Cam, no need to join us in the morning tomorrow. So it's going to be early for you. We'll oh, speak know, to you yeah, on this probably show. probably not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably not happening. No, I didn't think it was. So, um, But we're looking we're looking um, at the optimizer, and it's really going to help, actually. Daily Roto and the data golf can really help you uh, when it comes to making a cut. So – like I said, like the guys I was talking about, like Tiger Woods has an 83% chance. Like, look, Dustin Johnson, 90, 91% chance of making a cut. Yep. McElroy, 90%. Justin mm-hmm. Thomas, 87. John Rahm, 87. Justin Rose, uh, 88%. Uh, Matsyam, 84%. DeChambeau, actually, I didn't have him to make the cut here. 84% for DeChambeau. Tiger Woods, 83%. Shoffley, 83%. Jason Day, 83%. I never trust Jason Day. I know. What about, uh, what about Ricky know. Fowler to win this week? Listen, he's 0 for 34. We can talk about Chris Davis all we want, being 0 for 50, um, or whatever the hell he is now. Um, Ricky Fowler, he's been in 34 majors. He's 0 for 34. I mean, at what point does it become real and... You know, is he poised this week? What about Ricky Fowler this week? No, I'm not taking him to win, but I do. One thing about Ricky Fowler is this. Remember the year Gabe, top five in every major? That's how you play Ricky Fowler. I don't think he wins, but a top ten bet uh, to get – I don't know what he is for the top ten at plus money, but that's what I would do. 
not even a top five or six. If he feels risky, sure. I think he'll, they might finish in the top six, but I like him for a top ten bet. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll, you know, he'll be there on page two of the leaderboard. I don't think he'll threat in any other way. But Ricky Fowler does have a good game. He will play well. We'll see him on the leaderboard. It's just going to be page two. And I'm not taking him at 16 to one. No, Ricky Fowler should be 30 to one. Like the fact that I'm getting Paul Casey over Ricky Fowler, I'm getting Paul Casey at 35 to one. Like that's what I look at with Ricky Fowler. He hasn't won before, and I'm not going to take him at Augusta. But top ten, yes, you know, I think he'll be there. Our boy uh, Dan Daly, his uh, his dark horse, long shot, and he doesn't think he's going to win, but he thinks he's got a nice uh, chance for like uh, some props here, T10, T20, and there's big odds for him, Cam. And I'm talking about a golfer that's made the cut in 12 of his 13 trips to Augusta before. Very impressive, Ian Poulter. Love Ian Poulter, actually. Yeah, and I, I feel the exact same way with Dan Daly. He, Gabe, he's a, good, he's a great golf handicapper because I break it down. Poulter's one of those guys. He's very familiar and comfortable at Augusta, too. He's been in contention before. Um, 80 to 1. Some sites 100 to 1. I love Poulter for a top. Gabe, that's one of those ones we talk about, the top 20 bet where you're getting like plus 300 or more. I think that's, a, that's where you attack Ian Poulter. Can't disagree. All right, Cam. So before uh, before we get you out of here, um, and the Blue Jays are trying to close this out. Red Sox runners on first close and second. Close it out, baby. Out, I know. I'm wor- I got worried Seven, at the start five. of the inning. <laughs> yeah. Only well, listen. A three-run shot could hurt you. And oh God, of all guys coming up. I got up them now. on plus one and a half. Don't worry about. I'm, I'm just hoping for both. They're plus uh, two two twenty too. So I'm just hoping for both. Uh, Gabe uh, Mookie Betts is up at the plate versus Giles. I'm yep. nervous now, but uh, it is what it is, as you would say. Well, you got the game on in your room. Can't walk Jackie Bradley. Yeah, Damn, yeah. Got the game on in the room. I sure do, Gabe. I, I, I'm not screwing around. Yeah, I watched uh, a, a little bit when things were getting – when Boston started to come back, I turned it to the Price is Right. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, let's make a deal with Wayne Brady. And, uh, man, I saw some people make some really bad decisions on that show, turning like $5,000 wins into zonks. So, yeah, but I'm watching this Jays game they here. I'm very, very nervous. I don't trust Giles. Yeah, they're actually there's guys on the street who are like, hey, you want to watch a TV show for twenty bucks? No, I don't have an afternoon investment of my time for twenty bucks. Oh, I I'd like to go to Let's Make a Deal uh, one of these times when we go down. I think we should. We should dress up and do it. Oh, just, if you dress uh, up, re- if you dress up, they pick you. You're you're totally a pickable guy. They would have picked me. I look all surly and angry. You're you're jollier. Like they'd be like, hey, look at this guy. Uh, you're selling yourself short. We could be, you know, we could dress up nah, and, they would and you know ninja costumes or do something. We'd be okay. Yeah, they pick a lot of weird people today, too. It's very interesting. Come on, Giles. He's not even going anywhere near him. He's scared. He's scared. Yeah. Going to load the bases. First strike down Broadway. What are you talking about? It's one and one. Relax. Settle down, Kurtz. Settle down. Are you on the Blue Jays at plus 230? You settle down, Kurtz. No, I didn't touch this. I did not. I thought thought Sale would have pitched better. It is the Blue Jays' offense. I thought Sale would have pitched better today, but – no. Uh, I think Boston's got a lot of problems when you're looking at that team. I'd be very happy to be a Yankee fan. Like, I'll, I'll tell you, Boston's got a lot of issues. So, Cam, we'll get your, uh, we'll get your game one picks uh, tomorrow night as uh, the NHL playoffs uh, set to start. But tonight's sort of the calm before the storm, isn't it? Masters still a couple of days away. NHL playoffs yep. start tomorrow. Uh, there is some NBA tonight, but it's the you know the NBA's winding down. Just two more games left. Two more days left in the regular season. So it's another baseball betting night tonight. What are you taking a look at tonight? Yeah, baseball's been great. Uh, we're going to go uh, 
to Arizona tonight at 145 with Granke to, to fire back. I also like Colorado, small favorite tonight at 125. Um, Cincinnati, they're at home, but I'm not going to take uh, them at minus 180. I'm going to lay the one and a half to plus 115 with the Reds. And Gabe, I know you talked about the Mariners off the top, and you made a lot of good points. The Mariners are a very scary team. Their bats, I'm shocked at how well they're hitting the ball right now. I still think their pitching will come down to earth as the season progresses. But give me Kansas City tonight, just a situational play at plus 105. Arizona, Colorado, Cincy, Kansas City. Those are the plays so far. Arizona, you speak, you're speaking fast. You're drinking Red Bull or something. Colorado. Or worse. Yeah. Cincy. KC. No Blackman tonight for Colorado. He's out. I couldn't care less about Blackman not in the lineup struggling, George. It's fine. Colorado will be fine tonight. No problem. There'll be a blizzard tomorrow it's... in Colorado, by the way. That's not a joke. Either. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that game's probably not happening tomorrow. They're calling for a blizzard. Come on, Giles. That strikes out. Yeah! The Jays win. Yeah! Suck it! <laughs> yeah, the Jays win, Renzi. <laughs> Seven to five in Fenway. Woo! That's going to be great. That's how you start That's, off the night. So what, you had him at plus 230 you, 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 or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, I, I, I was worried about putting him in that bet for Vince. I'm like, you know, we both talked about it. I, go, I like the Jays on the run line. He goes, do both. Take them on the money line too. See, I told you, Visine, Vince is on fire, man. Like he's, uh, he hates that bird that lives uh, above my house on the light. But, man, I'll tell you, Gabe, his baseball picks, 11-1. and one. Did the Rays hold on? Did they, uh, are they still winning? They're still winning 9-5, first and third. Two outs, top of the ninth. They tried to blow yeah, it. I tell you, Gabe, walked in a run and should have walked in another. He's crazy, man. He's real streaky, Marantz. You know those guys that like just like for two or three days, it's just like a sixteen and one, sixteen and two stuff. That's what he is. Like you ride the streak. It's uh, it's very commendable. Oh, by the way, guys, too. Just information: Las Vegas Aviators make their uh, debut tonight, guys. Uh, the 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 team in uh, the basically what Gabe, remember what were they called before? Uh, the, was it the 50, uh, 60, 67s or oh, whatever? The They're the aviators now. The yeah. 57. <laughs> the 51s. Yeah. What I call them? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah, 51. Yeah, yeah. Uh... So what, who are they? What, <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. Who's there? What's the deal? So what are they called now? I didn't even know. What's their, what's their, They're what's called their name? the Las Vegas Aviators. So the Aviators. All right. So what, they have their new stadium opening tonight? Yeah, home. It's got their home opener. It's all over the local news and stuff. We'll catch you. See, see how things are going. Very excited. The merchants of Summerlin. Very, very excited about the Aviators. Who's? Uh, it's a nice stadium they built, actually. Who's the? Uh, who's the farm team? It was the Mets, which was very bizarre because New York and Las Vegas. I guess they figured whatever. If you can live through the distraction of Vegas and the minors, yeah, who is the farm right team? They York. look like they have San Diego colors. Good call. Good call. They're always sw- switching teams up. Las Vegas. No, I don't know that for a fact. That's strictly a guess. Like, I have no idea. Like, I, they could be San Diego. Like, it looked that way. When I saw the picture, I go, hmm, looks like a Padres farm team. I'm liking their logo here. Yeah, not they bad. They are the they are the AAA affiliate of the Oakland Athletics. Oakland. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Good call. Their, their mascot's named Cosmo. <laughs> That's Chris's cat, wasn't it? Bon Scrovey's yeah. cat's Cosmo. <laughs> yeah, Cosmo, located in Summerlin, Nevada. Uh, yeah, the, the aviators. I'll tell you, those guys, they always have, like, cheap beer down at those games. They're always got, yeah, like, dollar good. beer night, dollar hot dog. 
Hey, you guys want to talk about DFS stuff and surprising starts. So basically, Shoemaker for the Jays in three games, he's given up two earned runs. He's, this guy's 3-0. and Like, what a start for Every, him. Like, fantastic. And Chris Sale, Chris Sale was the... Uh... Chris Sale was the Cy Young, Cy Young favorite in the American League. Man, the guy can't get out of the fifth freaking inning. Baseball's exactly. a weird sport, guys. I'm telling, I'm sure buying is. in that Tampa can win this division. Oh, uh, that's uh, it's so funny you mentioned that. Vince texted me two weeks when I was going to Vegas. Find te- find a Tampa Bay winning the division East bet. Look everywhere. If you can't get it, we'll do it online. But yeah, we were talking about that two weeks ago. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Gabe. We've been talking about it, all of us, and Tampa Bay looks very scary right now. They're just their their team is all business. They don't take days off. They're scary. The Rays are a damn good baseball team. Boston's digging a hole, man. Yeah, they're, they're digging a hole for themselves uh, right now. It's you know whatever. You're three and nine. You know things can turn around in a hurry. I get it, but Tampa are good. Like Tampa are just systematic, are. man. I, I like that play. I think you can get in. What is it? I think you get in a plus two fifty range. Let's see what uh, FanDuel's dealing right now. Baseball. I go, I go to the book. Futures. Next time you go, hit it. AL East winner. Wow. Wow. Even better odds now since the Yankees have won a couple of games. Tampa Bay Rays plus three sixty to win a division. I'm in. The Yankees are minus one twenty five. The Red Sox are plus two hundred. The Rays are plus three sixty. The Orioles are 100 to 1, and the Jays are 100 to 1. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart in Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, stay safe, Cam. Beat the book. Congratulations on the Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah, thanks, uh, buddy. Uh, that was great, Gabe. All the best, and I'll try to talk to you good tomorrow afternoon. We'll get some hockey bets in. Take care, Kurt. Talk to you tomorrow, Gabe. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yeah, just for the record, uh, the Las Vegas Aviators in the Pacific Coast League, the PCL, which I actually bet, George, I bet uh, AAA baseball. Uh, Pacific Coast League. I'm uh, I'm a baseball fan. That's why you're not surprised. (laughs) So am I. I'm not betting on the Scranton Yankees. Well, I said AAA. AAA. Actually, they they AAA. That's true. Pacific Coast on, League action. The Long Island Ducks. Yeah, I know. I was thinking of the, uh, the, the, the was, who who are the Cyclones? The Staten Island Cyclones? That's the Mets. That's uh, is, is that, that a Triple A Double A team? Yeah, I think it might One be the a, a A ball or yeah Maybe Double A whatever. I've one thing with nice minor league. Yeah, I know. It looks pretty cool. Um, uh, one thing with minor league baseball, they have the best names, man. They have the best names and logos. You know, well, the they, Jacksonville more, like the they, have, they have to be, right? They're not trying to be politically yeah. correct or anything. They're trying to draw anything they can to draw fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Politically correct. 
But I'll tell you, the Pacific Coast League, the games go over. Very high scoring because you're in Nevada, you're out there in the desert. Um, there's Most games travel, in yeah. Uh, yeah, there's games in Utah. Salt Lake City has a team. Uh, Reno is crazy, bro. There's a team in Reno. I don't know if it's San Francisco's team in Reno. Uh, Tacoma. All the teams, I'm telling you, Pacific Coast League is a high-scoring league. So if you're degenerate and you're looking for some action besides Major League Baseball, take a look at the overs um, in the Pacific Coast League. Not every book has uh, has it. The uh, The International League is a little different. It plays a little bit more lower scoring, the Indianapolis Indians and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll break down the baseball games here in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll take a look at the DFS uh, board as well. Take a look at the NBA games of importance as the Brooklyn Nets have uh, nailed down a playoff spot. The Orlando Magic have nailed down a playoff spot. But that eight, uh, that eight seed still up for grabs right now. And that's uh, Dwayne Wade's final home game uh, tonight. And... Uh, the Miami Heat are six-point favorites in this game. Philadelphia is sitting people. Charlotte are laying eight. I love the NBA, but man, even I haven't bet the NBA much over the last couple of weeks. All right, we'll jump into the baseball card. We'll take a look at the best bet. Lock in some hockey plays as far as the series are concerned. All that and more. Let's.